I don't know if this song's really appropriate, you know, to bring it in to end this year. Yeah. But we thought we'd bring it in with a little Sinatra this That's morning. Some topics good, some topics bad, so okay. we'll figure it out. Just something soothing to get yeah. the show started today. Uh, welcome to the uh, best darn 12-minute real estate podcast in the world. I'm David Hall, the host of... Uh, our uh, podcast here, along with Senior Loan Officer here at Hall Financial, Patrick Ali. How are you this morning, Patrick? Good. How you doing? And uh, a regular... I'm good. Thanks for asking. Yeah. A reg- <laughs> kind of a regular on the show, Damon Johnson. How are you, Damon? I am awesome, Mr. Hall. How are you? Good to see you. I'm good with uh, M1 Realty. So we try to keep it, you know, short enough so that people, like, they can get a lot out of it, and uh, we don't go on and on, but... Uh, Certainly a lot to talk about, and your expertise is important in terms of what's going on out there because people tune in to hear about what's going on with real estate. You know, what's the latest? What's happening? What is the deal with these homes that are getting, you know, 30 offers and bidding wars, oh home goodness. appreciation? I mean, what's the story of the uh, of the first quarter to you in your mind, Damon, in terms oh, of what's been going on out there? It's been absolutely bonkers, but bonkers in a good way. Yeah. Um, I'm spending a lot of time in my car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been offering on houses, and it definitely is a seller's market right now. Uh, you have to go over asking, even if you don't think it's going to appraise. I've had offers written in the car that didn't get accepted, and the house went pending in like two hours. Yeah. It's wow. just like... Oh, I can't even describe it. Saturday yeah. and Sunday, we're contributing to the ozone layer by just being <laughs> in the car. So I've never been in the car this long looking at so many houses. Wow. Yeah, a lot of, lot of time being spent uh, for sure because, you know, what I've seen and just in terms of our business and Patrick can comment on this too is that, you know, the, the buyers in the market – uh, they're either getting lucky or they're frustrated, yes. right? Because they're making offers on homes and uh, not necessarily. I mean, I've, I've I've had some. We've had a lot of clients, you know, that get pre-approved with us that have offered on five homes and not gotten any of them, which is kind of unheard of, you know, in the, over the last ten years. But it's really a new market. It is. I've had to resort, you know, not to say tricks, but like door knocking and going back to my sphere of influence and. Just like if I see to try another, to find sellers, yeah. If I see another realtor sign in the neighborhood, I just start door knocking and and just going because you you look at you check the MLS comes out you know every day at four in the morning and you look and you're like that house has been there for 20, 30 days. I don't want that one. Right. There's like a shortage of homes right now. Then the ones that pop up, you have to go out at five in the morning, six in the morning, sending letters, trying to you know get your client up out of bed and offering on it. You <laughs> right. just Sometimes I wrote a blind offer this week, and I've never done that before. What's a blind offer? I call a blind offer when we haven't even seen the house, but oh. it just pops up in the neighborhood that we know. And, and we just, just wrote on just it. Just wrote on it. Wow. People are writing on <laughs> offers uh, offers on homes they're yeah. not even seeing. Well, not only are we are, are you know we getting creative, I think, when it comes to the mortgages or real estate, but clients are getting really creative, too. Like, had a, had a uh, client that put an offer in on a house, they actually wrote a note, like wrote a letter, to the homeowner, dropped it in his mailbox, basically saying, like, hey, we love your house. You know, we really appreciate it. Oh, you it wasn't even on the, the market. No, it wasn't even on the market. Wow. Love your, you know, absolutely love your house. They kind of got word that it might be going up through a family friend. And, you know, so that's that's the way that even people are getting creative other than us. So but what, what seems to help me a lot is mm-hmm. having, I know you're probably going to mention that strong pre-approval from a company they've heard of. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
if because a lot of the buyers now are savvy, they're like, I've never heard of that company. I don't know, you know, who that is. Yeah. You have to have that strong pre-approval. All the a, details kind of yes, matter more yeah. now than ever, right? Right. Where you just used to could go, not say anywhere, but yeah. you know, clients will come in like, oh, I went to such and such, and I'm like, who is that? Yeah. Now. Not to say that I'm steering them, but I'm like, hey, we have to have the strongest, yeah. best pre-approval we can get. Yep. Yeah. No, I hear you. And the, because the sellers, it matters because they're getting multiple. They're looking at every detail because a lot of the offers are very similar. Right. Yes. So how do you, you know, one question I was going to ask you, because you've got such a great way with people. Oh, you thank know, you. you. Well, and that's sort of your trademark, I think, is how good you are. with. How are you uh, helping, you know, the buyers that you have? Uh, from, you know, getting frustrated, you know, what is, what is your message that, I mean, I know it's, we're going to find something for you, but I mean, it's, you know, it's, I mean, buying a house is an emotional thing. And as you know, people sometimes kind of get temporarily insane when they buy a house. So how do you, how do you help them cope with the frustration? Um, what I try to do is to set the right expectations up front for this market. I try to remind them when I first meet with them, um, what's going to happen. I try to timeline it out for them. Uh, what I do is I tell them it's not the same day that when your parents bought, it's not even when the bubble burst. It's, it, this market is something totally different. I'm still learning. As I go, I tell them it's like a roller coaster ride, but we will get off of it. Right. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> Eventually. I try to, you know, give them, like you said, I try to make myself as personable as possible because I am asking for your money. Yeah. This is the biggest purchase you're going to make so far. Uh, I try to just be relatable. I try to stay in constant communication with them. Uh, I try to keep them updated to what's going on, not to overwhelm them, but do a check-in. I try to do a check-in by phone, text, or email every day to let them know, hey, I'm doing this, we're doing that. Good. Did you do this? Did yeah. you do that? So I mean, staying in contact, and I think, you know, uh, quite honest, not, not just realtors, but anybody in the service industry, whether it be real estate, mortgage, whatever it is, Sometimes, you know, we lose a little sight of that touch just to make sure. So I think that's tremendous. You know, you're staying in touch with people. They know you're thinking of them. And, I mean, that's important. It goes a long way in terms of people feeling like that you, you're going to take care of them versus, you know, I haven't heard my realtor in weeks, and he's probably busy with other clients. You know, right. So that's, that's awesome that you do that. I mean, I think that's a distinguishing trademark probably between you and other agents. Patrick, what are you doing in terms of, you know, making sure you keep your clients sane that are out, you know, trying to make bids on houses and they're not getting them? Same thing. I think follow-up at number one is the biggest thing, just like Damon said. But uh, one of the, the nice pieces of being their loan officer is I get to see, you know, if a, a list of conditions come out and say, hey, we need to have an appraisal done, we need to verify this, this, or we need to get X, Y, and Z completed before yeah. we're able to finish. For me, it's like, just letting them know what's on that list and letting them know what's going to come and whether it's we have to clear it, they have to clear it up, letting them know every bit and piece is going to really benefit them and, you know, kind of just do a mental check. Yeah, I yeah. hear you. So, Damon, I, I hear about this homebuyer seminar you're doing. Yes. I want to know a little bit more about this because I think people will be interested. I hope they will be. Yeah. Maybe you'll come on and you'll get the pre-approvals done. Okay, yeah, it's a good idea. <laughs> that would be a shocker. Okay. Uh, it's going to be uh, June the 9th. I'm going to do it uh, in Ferndale at my office at M1 Realty. Okay. Uh, what I'm going to do, I'm going to basically walk them through a little bit of the paperwork because that seems to be kind of a shock for them sometimes. Uh, all, all the paperwork? All the paperwork yeah. seems to be kind of a shock and do more of like a timeline, give them pre-approved with you guys, letting them know what's going to happen. 
because sometimes clients are still making a mistake of, hey, I got the pre-approval, I'm going to go furniture shopping because I know I'm going to find a house. Or, hey, now the time I'm going to get that new car for graduation. I'm like, oh, no, don't do that. So I kind of want to go over some do's, some don'ts, some maybes, and this is what's going to happen. I do it like maybe an hour or so. Okay. I know people's attention span isn't the longest. Yeah. And everybody's <laughs> super busy. So so when is it? June June 9th. June 9th. And, yes. And so let's just get the contact info out so somebody could maybe email you to get some more details. Okay. Let's get that out I there. I am at Damon Johnson. It's D-A-M-O-N-J-O-H-N-S-O-N. 100 at gmail.com. Damon Johnson 100 at gmail.com. Yes, sir. Perfect. So people can come and check that out. So a couple minutes we got here. I've okay. got some rapid fire for Uh-oh. you. Uh-oh. Okay, you ready? Hot seat. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I think these are questions that potentially people are interested in. Um, and, you know, you can expand on a little bit, but I've got, you know, four or five quick questions for you. How long and why are you writing your purchase agreements for these days? Like what's going on in the market in terms of, Duration of time, 30 days, 45 days, 60 days. What's common out there in the market that you're writing purchase agreements? Common now, I'm writing them, I like to say 30 to give people time in case we hit a speed bump anywhere. But I've been trying to shorten it down to 15, 20. Really? Yes. Okay, good. So just getting it in and out yes. as quick as possible. And okay, next question. For people that are considering listing their home, obviously it's a great time and it's awesome ma- time. maybe the best time. What is the biggest thing that you see that people make a mistake on in terms of getting their house ready to be sold? Not cleaning it. They just list it without cleaning it? Listing Mm. without cleaning it. It, I don't think you have to stage it, per se, but it just looks like you still live there. Okay. It's they're not getting it clean. Your number one tip for first-time homebuyers. So, in other words, folks that have never bought a house before, they don't really know that much about it. What's like the one insight you'd give them on this podcast if they're a first-time home buyer and you say, "Hey, this is something that a lot of them, a lot of people I see, they just don't know this, and we got to prepare them for it." Oh boy! Because I, what I'd say, <laughs> I'll go from my angle. I'd say you only probably need about five thousand dollars total to do the transaction because of the low down mm, options, yeah. right, Patrick? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. When you've got low down op- people assume you need way more money than that, and you yeah. really don't. I mean. You know, it'd be nice to have seven, but 5000 yeah. we can get it mm-hmm. done. Absolutely. I don't know what you see from your side in terms of, like, buying the house, something maybe they, you know, that they say, wow, I didn't know that when they go to buy a house. And one of them could be that they don't pay their agent. That, yeah. I mean, right? The, <laughs> right. The lister, the, the guy listing the house is the one who pays the agents. Oh, what's the one big thing? Uh, don't be nervous. I think they're nervous. I think I could piggyback off of you. They think that they need this $20,000 sitting around somewhere right. yeah. and an 850 credit score and a 20-year work history. You don't need that anymore. Right. You just come in, you get pre-approved, and you go from there. That's it. Okay. Hey, you know, that's it. I mean, the 12-minute darn best that's podcast in, in real estate in the world is right here, <laughs> and we're wrapping it up. Patrick Ali, thanks for joining us Thank this you. week. Damon, thanks for all the Thank interesting insights. Me. And uh, on the Home Buyer Seminar, again, let's just give out the information. It's damonjohnson100 at gmail.com Perfect. in Ferndale. So people that want to find out more about purchasing or selling can come see you and meet you face-to-face and just get a lot of free advice from an expert. Yes, thank you. Looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it as well. All right, to everybody out there in uh, podcast land, we'll see you next week. It's another edition of the Best Darn 12-Minute Podcast. I thought we had music. I know, right? What happened? We'll see you next week. Thanks.